Good morning. I am Marshall Davis. This is another episode of my series, Devotions for a Pandemic. Today we're going to be looking at a very interesting passage in the Bible. It's a story of how Moses and his brother Aaron stopped a pandemic. And I'm hoping that this has some things to say to us in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic that we are in now. Now, to understand this passage, you have to put it in its proper context. This incident happens during the time of the Exodus, which is that period of time after the people of Israel had been freed from slavery in Egypt and brought into the wilderness of Sinai. And right before this passage that we're going to be looking at today, which is in Numbers chapter 16, there is an even more famous story about some Levites named Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. It's a dramatic tale about the fate of some Levites who were helpers to the priests. And they did not like the idea of being excluded from the priesthood. You could even say that they were early adherents of that Protestant principle of the priesthood of all believers. They say to Moses, Aaron, and the priests, I quote here, you take too much upon yourselves for all the congregation is holy, every one of them, and the Lord is among them. Why then do you exalt yourselves above the assembly of the Lord? That sounds like something that the Protestant reformers could have said in the 16th century. But anyway, these three men and 250 of their Levite followers wanted to offer incense in the tabernacle just like the priests did. Well, to make a long story short, God showed up to show them who's who by causing the ground to open up and swallow these three men and their families alive. This is the way the Bible describes it. It says, The ground split apart under them, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up with their households and all the men with Korah, with all their goods. So they and all those with them went down alive into the pit. The earth closed over them, and they perished from among the assembly. And if that wasn't enough, then it says that God caused fire to come out from the presence of the Lord, that means the tabernacle, and burn up the 250 followers of these men. Now that's a pretty dramatic event. But that's not the story I want to talk about. I want to talk about the story that happens right after this. It seems like the Hebrews really had bad memories or something, because the next day they come complaining to Moses about the death of these 250 people. This seems to be the last straw for God, because now he wants to kill all of the Hebrews. God tells Moses and Aaron to separate themselves from the rest of the Hebrew people. This is the early instance of social distancing. And God's going to wipe them all out with a plague. So God starts a plague, a pandemic, among the people. Moses then has an idea on how to stop the plague. He tells his brother Aaron to make atonement for the people. Let me read the story from the Bible here. So Moses said to Aaron, Take a censer and put fire in it from the altar, put incense on it, and take it quickly to the congregation, and make atonement for them, for wrath has gone out from the Lord, the plague has begun. Then Aaron took 
it as Moses commanded and ran into the midst of the assembly, and already the plague had begun among the people. So he put in the incense and made atonement for the people, and he stood between the dead and the living. So the plague was stopped. Now those who died in the plague were 14,700 besides those who died in the Korah incident. So here is an incident of a biblical pandemic and how to stop it. Now I want to say a couple of things about this story. First, we have to deal with the uncomfortable fact that in the Bible, God causes plagues. I mentioned this briefly in a, another talk, but we have to deal with it here too. Plagues are normally understood in the Bible as coming from God as punishment for some sin, just like in this story. Now, I don't know about you, but I have a hard time with a God that causes plagues, and it seems like I'm not alone. I don't hear too many preachers these days preaching that the coronavirus is a punishment from God. Now, you used to hear this from fundamentalists back when HIV and AIDS were in their heyday. Preachers lined up to self-righteously announce that AIDS was God's punishment upon homosexuality. But you don't hear that so much these days, which is a good thing. We need to move beyond this idea that whenever a natural catastrophe strike, that they are acts of God, as the insurance companies used to call them. They're not. Maybe they believe that thousands and even hundreds of years ago, but hopefully we know better now. We need to get this magical theological thinking out of our religions. Now, some preachers are still holding on to it. I mentioned previously about Robert Jeffress, who is the Southern Baptist pastor of the 14,000-member First Baptist Church of Dallas, who is also the spiritual advisor to our president, who in a sermon a couple of weeks ago repeatedly said, and I quote, all natural disasters can ultimately be traced to sin. Now that is a dangerous idea that blames victims for their suffering. Unfortunately, that is the idea behind the story that says that the way to stop the pandemic was to make atonement for the sins of the people, in this case by offering incense, which seems to appease this angry God and stop the plague. So, in the Bible, if you want to stop a pandemic, you use incense. Now, if these preachers who said that they believe the Bible really believe this story, then they would be stocking up on incense instead of toilet paper. And hospitals would be using sensors with incense in the ERs, and the president would be having factories convert to manufacturing incense, and churches would be out in the streets swinging sensors to stop the plague in its tracks. But that's not happening, because people know it isn't true. This idea of a violent, wrathful, punishing God who causes diseases and earthquakes that swallow people, and fires that kill people, is definitely in the Bible, both the Old Testament and the New Testament. Just look at the book of Revelation in the New Testament. But hopefully Christians can move beyond to the God proclaimed 
and embodied in Jesus Christ, a God who does not cause disease, but heals all our diseases. This is where this story has a lesson for us. It says in our story that Aaron, the high priest, and I quote, stood between the dead and the living, so the plague was stopped. This is the role that we are to play today, to stand between those who are infected and those who are not, not using incense, but using every modern medical strategy available to us, using hand sanitizer and masks and social distancing and self-quarantine and isolation and medical research, developing treatment and vaccines. You could say that the medical community is a new priesthood, standing in the gap, stopping this plague. And we, non-medical, people need to work with them and not against them. Let's not be like the Levites in the story thinking that we know better. Let's accept their expertise as a gift from God, a proven strategy to stop this pandemic. We religious people, and I'm thinking of Christian leaders like me, need to stop thinking how quickly we can get back to church again and instead and instead be the church during this time of crisis, standing in the gap alongside those who really can stop the pandemic if only we will cooperate. Stop thinking about having a church full of people on Easter and how we're going to meet our church budgets. Let's stand in the gap and do what we can to stop this pandemic. That's my interpretation of the biblical way to stop a pandemic. That's it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for this week. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can find my blog, Spiritual Reflections, as well as a link to my books at marshalldavis.us. You can email me if you want. You can find my email address on my blog site. I hope you join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ. Mm -hmm.